I think that we're two yuck monkeys that, um, you know, Dale and the whole team at PPI has thought a lot, a lot more about this than us. Oh, yeah. Four days. (laughs) We have no idea what we're doing here. There's a reason he has the job and we don't. This is Mike number one. This is Mike number one. Isn't this a lot of fun? Hey, welcome to episode number 56 of the Promo Front Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me as always, the inspector of the individual program, the sergeant of strategic foresight, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossman, the mayor of Coshocton <laughs> and really the promotional products industry. Kirby, how the hell are you? I'm doing well, man. It's been, uh, you know, July's often, and we've talked about this a, a month or I do some vacations, I do some travel. And uh, man, I, I have been so uh, hectic and so busy since I've been back. And I love that. And especially once you can start to get your arms around it. So busy is always good. I always say if I'm bored, I'm poor. So I'm doing well. How about you, man? I'm, I am uh, not poor, but I'm also very busy. Uh, so I'm both. Yes, I agree with you. If I'm, if I'm poor, if I'm not busy, I'm poor. So things are going well, rocking and rolling over here at Brand of A, trying to make things easier for our clients. When I think of easy though, as much as, as, as much as we try an effort to make things easy for our clients, I'm not sure we approach what Promo Pulse can do for <laughs> distributors with their AMP email service. You know, we've talked about that. So it's retail looking and user-friendly emails to your customers using content from suppliers that you choose. That's right. I don't choose them. Kirby, do you choose them? I do not. Well, I sort of do. Yeah. Well, when you're doing your emails, I'm saying, do you choose the entire (laughs) populate? And the answer is no smart ass. (laughs) But hey, despite his negative attitude toward this entire podcast today, it's a really easy process to use the AMP email marketing service from our good pals over at Promo Pulse and Jason Noakes. Three steps, folks. Choose your suppliers. Kirby won't do it for you. You upload your list and logo. And then three, you choose your sending frequency. That's it. You set it. You forget it. It's like putting a slab of ribs in a smoker. You just put them in there and walk away five hours later. You got yourself quite a meal. Same thing here with Promo Pulse and their AMP email service. You walk away, you set it, you forget it, they send. And then when you come back, you have juicy, hot leads for your business. That's right, folks. I tied it in with the barbecue (laughs) analogy earlier, which someone hopefully is impressed with. Kirby, you've used this service before. Tell us a little bit about your experience. Well, I think what you said is exactly right. Uh, Jason and the gang there at Promo Pulse really do make it super easy. And one of the things I like is, as you said, you do choose your own supplier. So, you know, we all have different relationships with different suppliers. So that's cool. But we, you tend to see really cool lifestyle images, not just a product of a picture of a mug. It's, you know, it's, it's more of the retail friendly looking things. And I think it makes you look different to your clients. And so we have, again, the engagement of emails that we've sent out has been really good. We've gotten leads. And again, it's another touch as well. So it's been really great for us. And so we, we definitely recommend it. 
Awesome. There you go. An unsolicited, actually solicited testimonial from Kirby, <laughs> but he's not being paid for it. So, Mm-mm. you know, he's telling the truth. So if you're, if you're interested, they're currently still in private beta, but if you're an interested distributor and really you should be, honestly, all, all platitudes aside, this is a really cool service that Jason Noakes offers over at Promo Pulse. Head over to promopulse.io slash AM as a Mary P amp. Promopulse.io slash amp. You're not going to be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, we're here at episode number 56. I have the promo front today. And before I do, I just wanted to say, hey, I watched your interview with Melissa Newman on uh, the, the ASI podcast, really the Social Angle podcast. Yeah. Really, really nice job with that. You mentioned me a few times, kind enough to do that. So nice. really enjoyed watching that. And I encourage anybody else to watch, but great job, truly. Thanks, man. Appreciate it very much. All right. So a little disclosure, generally on this podcast, Kirby doesn't know what I'm going to bring up and I don't know what he's going to bring up. We kind of broke that rule today and we did so with intent because we had such great feedback last week from our discussion about um, uh, the new president and CEO of PPAI and Dale Denham. I thought it'd be interesting if we expanded on that a little bit and really talked about, okay, we talked about Dale is suited for the job and that he's sure. ideal for the job and he's going to do a great job. But I thought it'd be interesting if you and I, Kirby, talked about what we would do if all of a sudden we found ourselves named as president and CEO of PPAI. <laughs> and that requires a little bit of thought, not just yeah. us popping off like we normally do. Yeah. So would you so like God to lead forbid. us the way? God, <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> would you like me to, would you like to lead the way or would you like me to go ahead and, and do that? I will let you go ahead. I've got some, but obviously your topic. So I'm going to let you jump in okay. and then I'll, my thought is there might be some overlap and then I'll just give whatever's left over. How's that? There might. So the first thing I, I would do is, and it's the same approach I had when I joined Promo Corner. It was listen. I knew there were challenges. I knew there were issues. I, I knew that going in, but for the first 30 days, all I did was listen. I didn't go in like a bull in a China shop, even though I knew certain changes need to be made. I wanted to listen learn and understand Uh, it's clear there's issues at ppai it's clear you know it's clear that you know and it's that's not a blame of anybody it's really the blame of the pandemic quite honestly but there are challenges so it's important to do so and listen with compassion and it's not just listening to the ppai associates the people who are who are still there and employed there and doing a hell of a job on on a very reduced headcount it's listening to members and Mm -hmm. what they believe they need but just as importantly, non-members, the so people who should have joined PPAI, but they don't. Why don't they? What services are they missing? That was the first thing. So li- the first one is listen, as opposed to be a bull in the china shop, because I think it's so easy sometimes to uh, just go in and start start fixing, start tinkering. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. That's a really good one. Um, okay. So you want me to go next or you want to go? Want, well, I, I can go. I just go. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You go. Yeah, you go ahead. I, w- I want to hear yours and okay. then I'll jump in. So the second one is review your alliances and form new ones. Um, I, this is not a, a disparaging comment about Sage, mm-hmm. but anytime you've had an alliance for more than a year or two, I think it's time to take a look at it. An alliance that made sense two, three, five years ago may not make sense going forward. Also, it make may make all the sense in the world. So it, right. it will validate your opinion or it will change your opinion one way or the other. So, you know, we, so I would review the alliances and form some new ones. Look at ASI. 
what could ASI and PPAI really do if they form some sort of alliance or since ASI does better than PPAI historically? Are there alliances there? What about common SKU? Right. You know, is that an, is there, are there things there, or other service providers? So what do other companies do better than you that you could form a consortium and possibly outsource and make uh, create better value for your members? Okay. And the last one is make an omelet. And what I mean by that is break a few eggs. <laughs> you don't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. Don't be afraid to make changes. Um, I think you're going to have to look at personnel, who, mm -hmm. who stays and who doesn't. And it's right. not because they're doing a good job or not doing a good job. It's really looking forward a couple of years. It's not what is PPAI, just what PPAI needs to be today. It is what does PPAI need to be in nine in, in 120 days, 90 days, two years? What does it yeah. need to look like to really serve? And so he needs to really redefine that. Or I would I would want to redefine what PPAI has has meant and re redefine that moving forward. And one of the things we talked about last week is the fact he hasn't isn't moving to Dallas. Right. Um, and so he set a precedent that he can now hire anywhere. Right? right. There's not that speed bump, that possible source of friction of moving somebody to North Texas, as great as that might be for anybody who would choose to live there. Right. Um, certainly the proliferation of Whataburgers would, would seal it for me. <laughs> so that bold vision requires bold action. So make so the three R listen as opposed to be a bull in a china shop. Two, review your alliances. Don't be afraid to form new ones. And three, don't be afraid to make an omelet. Okay. Those are that's a really good, um, like you said, you, you reached out to me this morning and I, I just want to say like, and I think you would agree with this. Um, like I've thought about this for a few hours. Uh, yeah. you've thought about it a little longer than I have, but, um, I, I don't, I think that we're two yuck monkeys that, um, you know, Dale and the whole team at PPI has thought a lot, a lot more about this than us. But, oh, yeah. four days. <laughs> we have but no idea what it, we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. There's a reason he has the job and we don't. <laughs> but I, I do love the points of discussion. So I'm going to jump in um, yeah. and I've got a couple here. So number one would be to pick, pick up, and this is going to be a, a surprise to no one based on what you know about me, is pick up their online marketing efforts. I think- okay. Um, Paul has historically, he was a great face of the organization. I think Dale has the personality. He has the chops to, to fill in there, but you mentioned ASI. Mm -hmm. I actually really like what ASI has done over the past. Well, I mean, longer than this, but call it 12 to 18 months in the sense that right. they have doubled down on creating content and it's not just Tim Andrews doing it. You've got mm -hmm. Melissa Newman, you've got Vin Driscoll, you've got you know, Chris Rubo. I mean, you name and Joe keep Haley. them. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. All those folks. And they all have a personal brand that is driving the brand forward. I think that there's uh, value in that. And I think that that would be something I would be wanting to do. Um, so um, because I think if nothing else, it, it tells all the things that PPAI provides over and over. But I think it's just like anything else. Um, telling the members why they're members, right? I, I, it's one of the things I always say that really big distributors do really well is like, and I, I was with Halo, you were with Halo. Halo does a great job of marketing Halo to mm -hmm. Halo reps. And that's, mm -hmm. that is not a knock. It is, they do a really good job of building a culture. And I think that's something that creating a big increased online marketing effort or uh, sort of culture would do. So that would be number one. Uh, number two, make diversity and inclusion an actual priority. It is a priority on your website. It is a priority um, sort of in writing. Let's actually do something about it. Uh, like the, our, our industry is 
is about as diverse or less diverse than Coshocton, Ohio. So it's, it's as diverse <laughs> as this podcast. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I agree. That's a, I love that one. I just want to interrupt. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Love that. Shame on me for not putting that on there because I'm a huge advocate of that. No, I love it. Go, okay. please continue. Cool. So that would be one. And again, I, I know it's it's an effort. I think that's something that that would be something that I, I would maybe advocate. a louder effort. Yeah, it's exactly right. And again, I think that's one of those things that helping to educate us on how to do that better, how to ask those questions better. And I think that is a conversation that's being had. I know Danny Rosen is one of the people kind of leading the charge, not only from PPAI board, but also just from, you know, brand fuel and his deal. So that would be number two. And then uh, number three would be double down on advocacy inside and outside of the industry. Um, the, The pandemic actually, in my opinion, helped raise the standards of our industry in the eyes of many of our consumers, right? And -hmm. I think we need to double down and keep telling that story. I think online marketing would help do that, right? Um, And so, um, and and there's been, that's actually one of the things I think over the last couple of years that Paul was there, I would have given him a ton of credit for. I love the uh, get in touch campaign. I love Mm -hmm. the fact that we were going to advertising week. It's crazy to me that we weren't doing that before. I think we double down on those efforts. Um, And then if you put sort of number one and number three together for me, I think those two have a lot of synergy. So that would be, that would be my three. I I love the three you came up with. I love the fact that they were different than my three. We came from two very different angles. I really like it. And I think honestly, the one I love the most Actually, I love them all, so I'm not going to single one out. But what I think, you know, what we're speaking to is, you know, PPAI was absolutely decimated right. uh, from from a, a talent perspective and headcount perspective. That's not to say that people who are there aren't yeah. talented. It's just you take, you know, 70% of the workforce away, you're, you're going to be lacking something. And, yeah, and they've crazy. done a good job with uh, Bob. Bob has done a great job. Bob McLean, who's yep. been the interim president CEO, has done a phenomenal job. Uh, leading the organization through extremely turbulent times. And, you know, as we celebrate Dale joining and in, in, in being able to execute his vision, let's all pause for a second. And if you, ha- if you know, Bob, send him a note. Yeah. If you don't send him a note and, and tell, <laughs> tell him how much you really appreciate what he's done that's under good. extraordinarily adverse circumstances. Yeah, that's a good one. That's cool. Awesome. Like All right. Good topic, Kirby. Do you have something else you'd like to yak about? Yeah, let's go. Um, I got a couple here. So um, so we've all heard of baby showers, right? Okay. Yep. So, so a big trend now that I've, I've been reading about is business showers. So special life events are meant to be celebrated. So why not work events? So um, a lot of folks, especially in their 30s, are sort of have begun throwing themselves showers for any kind of business accomplishment, especially when they've launched a business. And they've gone actually to the to the trouble of creating registries or allowing people to make donations to get the thing up and running. Um, I thought that was interesting. I'm not sure if I love it or hate it, to be honest with you. And I sort of, this is one of those where I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to hear what Mr. Petrie has to say about that. So what say you, like, what do you think about yeah. throwing a, a brand of a business shower when you hit two years? I, I, I don't love the term shower. Okay. <laughs> I'm just right off the bat when it applies to business. I don't love the word shower, but is there anything wrong with trying to raise some capital by promoting yourself? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I call it a shower and I'm not sure how good I feel about having a registry. I think that's a little much, mm-hmm. but to, to have a GoFundMe. <laughs> What's on the fact? I, I would like, I would yeah. like a printer. 
yeah. that's on my registry well, what, I, I, to me the registry would be a lot of promo i'd like some shirts with my name on it <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that but no i i think but if you if you did some sort of like gofundme hey we've grown here here's what we've done this is what we want to do. Are you interested in participating or no? I wouldn't personally be able to do that. I feel very weird about doing that, asking people for 10, 15, 20 bucks. So I couldn't do it. But if somebody has the the, the moxie and the onions to, to do that, I, I guess I wouldn't say anything. To me, like I, I, when you're talking, I was thinking about our launch, the Brand of Eight launch. That was about, as much as there was Brand of Eight logos everywhere, we really want to make it about everybody else and their creativity. And that's, that was what I think made it work so well. It wasn't necessarily about us, although the brand of eight name was everywhere. It was about the community. I'm not sure this feels like a community, uh, uh, except uh, say for just handing out my hand to the community and saying, fill that up. Yeah. So I would, yes. So I, I don't really disagree with anything you said there. I, the one thing I would say is I think the point of the, the exercise and that's, you know, business shower, Bri uh, bridal shower, baby shower, whatever you call yeah. it, is it is people understand what it means, right? Yeah. Is it, the baby I shower. Get it. Um, the idea of life events are due to be celebrated. I actually kind of like the concept, oh, even like if it that. isn't, even if it isn't, Hey, everybody invest in my company. It's just, Hey, we're launching a company. Let, let's go to the bar and have some drinks to celebrate that. That's, okay. I, that's cool. When, when we're talking about that, I think it's phenomenal. We yeah. just spent another week celebrating brand. Of yeah. it. We're, we're about to uh, surprise some people with some things mm -hmm. um, from brand of it. Cause we want to celebrate our year in yeah. of doing things like that. I love, I right. love, I love when it's like, when I'm asking people to open their hearts and their pocketbooks and letting brand of a hand, <laughs> I don't have, I don't feel good about that. Yep. I, that makes sense. I just, I was kind of curious to, that was one of those headlines that kind of caught my attention. So, all right. What do you got? I'm going to bring us down. And I mean, okay. I, I, seriously, so okay. don't mean to, but it, it's been very interesting this week uh, watching the Olympics and uh, Simone Biles is, is very top of mind. Uh, America's, you know, kind of poster child for these Olympics as gymnasts usually are for the summer games. Right. And uh, she's a, the most decorated uh, female gymnast, I believe in the history of, of our country. When you, when you think of all the gymnasts who have done, done that sport, that's saying right. something. And, you know, she stepped away from both the team competition and the individual competition for her mental health. And been, been some, some people who have been, some, most people have been supportive. There have been some people who have not said very right. selfish and all that. And, and I think it's something, I love that mental health is becoming more prevalent as a discussion piece in the professional space. Um, you know, when you see those bumper stickers and t-shirts, you know, you know, or, you know, the memes on, online, you, you know, be nice to everybody. You never know what, what they're really struggling with. Right. And, and I, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I go through, you know, we, I put on a pretty happy face. You put on a happy face mm -hmm. and then I'm not asking anybody to get super deep here, but I've struggled with my mental health from time to time. Sure. And I don't mean like, I'm thinking of doing something dramatic. I'm thinking of, I'm in a real funk right now. I don't feel like working or I don't feel like doing this. Nothing seems to go right. And you just feel like you're in this spiral and you can't get out of it. Mm -hmm. And to think that professional athletes or people in high powered executive positions don't experience that is foolish. We all are fighting those things. And I just thought it, it does impact us in the world of promotional products because we're all very driven people. We're all 
Uh, so many of us are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And if we're not entrepreneurs, the ma vast majority of the rest of us are have entrepreneurial spirit. Sure. So you care and care deeply about the organizations you work for. How do we do a better job of making it okay to share that we struggle? I, I, I actually struggled with talking about this. Yeah. You know, do I say, yeah, there are times I'm down. There are times mm -hmm. I'm like really down and I feel like I'm battling through things. How do we, how do we keep that conversation going where we're not judging others? where we're not, that last phrase is going to be tough, right? Uh, where yeah. we're not judging others. Um, so I thought about bringing this up too. So I'm glad you did. Um, oh, good. I, I've, I've, I've struggled with this topic as well. And I'll be the first to say, I don't understand all the background that uh, Simone no. has gone through. No, so, and all she has said is, you know, basically we know it's because she needed to preserve her mental health. And in that, honestly, for me, that's enough. I don't need to know the details. Maybe other yeah. people do, and that's okay too. Well, and, and I think to a degree, that's enough to say, and it's certainly, we are living in a weird time right this minute. That, And I am neither, like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm trying to not take either side on this as I say it. Sure. You know, I, I grew up in, a, in an era where you don't quit. You, you don't quit. Um, if you're in sports, you, they got to carry off, right? Like that's the, and, and, while I think that it is really important that we have come a long way, the idea that we're discussing this tells you that we've come a long way. The idea that uh, Simone felt strong enough to walk yeah. away is, it, and the level of support she got, that's, that's I guess, what, one of the things I would say. Yeah. She wouldn't have gotten More that. More than I thought. More than I she thought. She wouldn't have gotten that 10 years ago. Oh, hell no. No way. No way. No. So, so that's 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 a positive. And so how do we keep that conversation going? I think people like her stepping up and saying it's an issue. I remember when Kevin Love came out and like, you know, professional athletes talking about it because they have a platform is important. Um, and it I is. think it's, it's very good. I, I do. Again, I don't, I, I, I'm, it's a hard topic. Walking it's not a an fine easy line topic. because I don't, well, I don't want to get skewered. Yeah. I, right, I'm just I being it. honest, right? I um, Cause I struggle with it. I'm, I'm just going to yeah. be candid. I struggle with the idea that you walk away in the middle of the Olympics, that you have a team that's depending on you. I, I, I get it too. I, I would struggle. And, and, you know, again, it's part of how I was raised that you said, Hey, two weeks, I, two weeks, take off as much time as you yeah. want. Right. And so I, I'm not saying that's what she should do. I'm no. saying that when this announcement came out, I would be a liar if I didn't say that that was what, man, I want you to have all, get rid of yeah. your stress. I want your mental health. But like I, you've been I, working for this for four years. Yeah. Why now? Why not I thought even it, before the Olympics? Look, I grew up in the same era you did. I'm a little bit older than you. Right. And, and it was, you know, when, when I played football right. and when you got a concussion, it's, oh, you got your bell rung, get back in there. Right. You know, put a little, put a little butter on it. You'll be fine or whatever. Um, and we, we grew up in that era. And in the one thing that I, I thought about this, so mental health is just like any other part of your body. It can be injured. It can be hurt. It can you know, mm, be damaged. Right. And here's what I thought. One of my coaches said to me once, and I don't, and, or said to someone, it wasn't me, but there's a difference between being injured mm -hmm. or being hurt and being injured. Right. Being hurt means you can play with a little bit of pain, right? Being injured means you need to sit out. You need to rest. You got a broken leg. Exactly. If you're just kind of bummed out because you don't feel good or you, you ate some bad poi last night and you're having <laughs> a problems, that's playing hurt. 
and, and I I would struggle with someone kind of pulling the plug playing hurt. But if it's a I'm battling serious depression here and I feel the weight of the world on my shoulders because if I don't perform I'm not going to just disappoint my teammates and the U.S. Olympic Committee but I'm going to disappoint the entire country that that's a lot that's a lot for uh, uh, anybody if that's what it is where she feels like I just can't perform because of that I understand and and I think it's important to share that and I think it's important for her to have that platform and I would say the challenge, and I think this is the this is the challenge with mental health, right? Is that I, I, I don't I don't know how to tell the difference, and I don't I know that to, anybody does, right? Nope. Like I think so, you have so, to take it at face value. Yeah, it, it, I, you know, you you kind of look at someone's history and say, look, if, if if she says knowing the work she's put in, not just right. four years, I mean for longer than no, that, yeah, 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 for and, sure. And knowing the river of shit you're going to swim through by publicly mm-hmm. having to pull out. Um, I, I gotta believe she did it for the right reason. You know, Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Cowboys, my beloved yep. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. He says he struggled with depression after his brother died. Yeah. And I love the fact that he talked about how difficult yeah. it was to get back on the field. It took him time. He needed time away. So I don't know. It's a conversation. There's no end of the conversation, but I do think it's important we realize that um, um people get blue, people feel feel get depressed. I used yeah. to joke all the time that there was a lot of people who had this like expectation of me. If I'm not whistling and I'd say, if I'm not whistling zippity doodah to my asshole all day long, everybody thinks I'm in a depression. Some days I'm just not in a good mood because I'm human. Right. Right. Yeah. So we, we, it's, it's important to have a little sensitivity there. So. No. And I appreciate your perspective. And I, I guess, you know, as a part of this discussion, I want to be clear. I just wanted to bring up what I think is the other side of the conversation yeah. that I think we are living in a world that, it's scary to even begin to voice. Well, I don't know if I agree well, with that because you'll get skewered on the other side. Right. And so, well, I'm going to back you up here. So, if you're going to get skewered, I'm going to get skewered because my yeah. first thought when I heard it was, "Wow, she must really be hurting." That was mm-hmm. first thought. Second thought was, "How do you do that to your team?" I understand. Right. This is the dialogue in my head. I understand pulling out of the individual competition. That's fine. That's on you. That's your choice. But right. you pull out of the team competition that impacts other impacts other people. And then the more I thought about it, more I read about it, that's where I came to my conclusion. Right. Totally. But I'll be honest with you, my immediate thought was no different than yours. Yeah. And so and, and I want to say that the in answer to your and we can move on after this, but in yeah, answer to your original question, how do we make it better in our industry and in every industry is keep having these conversations and keep yeah. keep moving the ball in the direction of as you have done, giving people the benefit of the doubt when something like this happens. Well, and, and I'm going to ask one more thing, and I yep. love what you just said. I, well, everything is when people feel like, seem like they're down mm-hmm. or they're not doing, they're not themselves. Right. Ask them right. and really listen to the answers. Don't just say, oh, tomorrow's a new day. Listen, <laughs> l- listen, listen to what's not being spoken. Right. See what's not being seen. Yeah, That's sure. important. Yeah. All right. Didn't Everybody. mean to bring us down. Kirby, bring us back up. You got some sort of, I don't know, hamburger stuff to talk about or something? <laughs> All right. I got I got one that this was actually brought up a uh, in, you know, we, I've got the Creators Mastermind uh, that I'm in and it's a great group. And every once in a while, they just bring up a topic that I'm like, ooh, I want to bring that up. And this what this happened. Um, there was a whole conversation around titles, like uh, business okay. titles. That's funny. Okay. okay? So, um, and, and it was very much, it was, it was a cool discussion because it was introspective. And the mm-hmm. idea that, you know, titles shouldn't matter. 
Mm-hmm. But they kind of do. do. And so so the, the and, and so it was a whole discussion around, well, you know, my title's this, but does it matter for you to have a different title? Does it matter that I have the title of CEO? Does it matter that you have, you have very specifically chosen a different title than that, right? Mm-hmm. Do titles matter in business still and should they? Go. Yes and no. Um, <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> so yes and no. So I think they matter because sometimes those titles do open doors for you. That's if you're exactly a salesperson, right. uh, when I when I hired Amelia Model over at Promo Corner to be our supplier salesperson, it was very important she had the title of vice president, right? Because that opens doors, right? And especially, uh, you know, we're still sadly in a slight misogynistic, not even slightly, but a misogynistic society. And so having a woman with that title, it was important to me for her to have. Um, You referenced what we, the the titles we have here. When we launched Brandivate, it was very important that people saw, both to both of us, but, and I think I drove the conversation though. I could be wrong. I don't remember, but it was very important for us that people saw us as equals. So we're both managing partners. Right. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. I mean, it, it but, but yet it, but it does. does. Yeah. It does. And actually what's funny why I laughed, you brought up, we're actually tinkering with changing titles a little bit and trying to, okay. you know, do, do we change, is it time yeah. to change them a little bit? Cause I, I, I was, I was of, of the belief we, I am like, you know, co-founder and whatever. Right. And she is also a co-founder and whatever. Right. Um, just to kind of give some depth to the services we use. Right. But um, so I think, I think they do, I guess I'd lean more toward they have more meaning. Mm-hmm. Heck, back in my old Halo days, I used to tell reps, you want to go sell uh, hospitals, marketing, you know, promotional mm-hmm. products, get some business cards with the, the name promo, uh, mar- medical marketing specialist. And you want to go next, the next day, you want <laughs> right. to go sell the insurance companies, get some right. business cards that say insurance marketing specialist. So yeah, I think they matter. Yeah, but because at the end of the day, you're present CEO, but you're going to still be sweeping up just like I would be. Doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. and so here's what I would say. Um, I agree with you. They 100% matter, and I'm not mm-hmm. sure they shouldn't. Like I actually, because mm-hmm. you said yes and no. I I don't know. I think your example with Amelia was a really good one. Um, they they do open doors. I agree with you, mm-hmm. and I actually think that you know in some ways they should matter. And I like the what you said because for a long time I always called myself an account executive, and mm-hmm. what the hell does that mean? Now that title sucks. And that was, that was on me, (laughs) you know? And so your idea of, you know, think more about what you, what your title is and what your specialty is. And I think it'll show up in your business. And then obviously as you go up in a different organization, you know what? Titles matter for a bunch of reasons. And so I, so I'm with you on that one. All right. Good, good topics. Good okay. talk. Really good podcast. I feel like today, hope, cool. hope all three people who listen and watch enjoy it. All right. You got a game for us, Kirby? Are, you gonna, I, are we done? I do. Do you want to do another topic? No, I, I think okay, I'm ready good. for the game and this will be a pretty quick game. Um, okay. But uh, you know, you have been, you know, you and I've been talking both in the podcast and then we had a nice long conversation the other day, just, we did. Uh, just chatting. Uh, you are not long for be for being an empty nester, right? Like you know, it's uh, ten days away. <laughs> Who's, Who's count- counting? <laughs> so, if you're going to be empty nesters, maybe it's time for a new pet. And so, oh. I'm going to give you an either or, <laughs> an either or on a okay. pet that you would prefer to get by the end of the year. But okay? I have to get one or the other. One or the other. There's to. no neither. There's no neither. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And again. 
yeah. no wrong you, answers. Yeah, you have a dog, so I, I get that. Right? Yes, I still have a puppy, an 80-pound puppy. Right. Okay, so we'll start with easy. All right, if you were to get a new pet by the end of the year, would yeah. it be a dog or a cat? Oh, please. Cats creep me out, man. They just look at you like they're going to eat you, um, and they're evil. They, to- they play with their food before they kill it. Um, I'm going to go dog all the way. I'm a dog guy. Okay, good. All right, potbelly pig or miniature goat? I'm going to go potbelly pig because when Sandy was out of town, I could skewer that thing <laughs> and I could smoke me some bacon, some pork butt. You are the worst pet owner ever, but okay, cool. All right. A horse or a llama? Hmm. I'm going to go horse, even though I want to go llama. I don't know what I'd do with it other than tell people I had a llama. With a horse, <laughs> I feel like I can actually do something. Plus... I've had horse burgers before. Not too bad. (laughs) Maybe I should have done a food one this week. Um, Okay. Gerbil. I'll turn it into food regardless. (laughs) Gerbil or ferret? Neither. I don't want a rat in my house. Uh, (laughs) I I guess a gerbil for some reason that, no, actually ferret. I'm going all in on ferret for no reason in particular. Not having a gerbil in the house. Ferret. Got it. Love it. Goldfish or ball python? goldfish for days you know why why ted lasso be a goldfish kirby (laughs) i love it new season's out um a bunny or a lizard yeah i don't like cold-blooded animals in my house so i'm gonna go ahead and go with uh peter rabbit there okay cool you're doing great only a couple more uh a hamster or a bird Oh, never a bird. I, I have been in people's houses with birds, and that is the creepiest. Just no, no, they're dirty and disgusting. I'll take the what'd you tell weasel, a mole? What'd you tell me it was? I don't even care. Whatever, whatever. No, I'll take non-bird. <laughs> Got it. Non-bird. A turtle or a sea monkey? Oh, turtle for days. Yeah. Turtles. Yeah, turtles are cool. They're slow. Kind of like us. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh final one. One more dog or no pet at all. Oh man, if Sandy watches, mm, <laughs> I'd go, I, I would go another dog. I'd get another dog. Okay. All right. <laughs> I you asked me that. You're welcome. You, you made that very difficult for me, but you know what? You know, who's never going to make things difficult for you, Kirby. Who's that bill? It's our good pals over at Promo Pulse and their AMP email service. That's right. We talk about it and it's so great because it really is great. Yep. You use those, uh, it, amp email to send those retail looking and user-friendly emails and they're really really they're the emails that are designed to actually i don't know get opened yeah super easy for you to send uh, for your distributors out there you choose your suppliers you upload your list and your logo and you choose your sending frequency that's it the rest is automated for you and you can really amplify your business by using the amp email service so why not head over to promopulse.io slash amp, A-M-P. You're not going to be sorry you did. Kirby, I enjoyed episode number 56 and hope our uh, three listeners did as well. It was fun, man. See you next time.